G'day trendsetters, welcome to episode 728 of the Trainsmove podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have a question for the show, jump on through to the website, trainsmooth.com, or send me through an email, tim at trainsmooth.com. Now, not a lot has been going on. I've, I've To say I've been avoiding things and people and everything, it would be a bit of an understatement at the moment. I've just kind of been sticking my head into this little bubble of mine and I refuse to get out of it at the moment. <laughs> but, um, what's been going on? I, um, what was it? It was somewhere before Christmas. It must have been before Chrissy that I I read the, the new book from David Goggins. And I must say, it was a bloody good book. I'd forgotten how entertaining that guy was. And I, I couldn't put the book down, read it pretty quickly. And um, I was telling my dad about it, and he didn't know who David Goggins was. He's, you know, he still lives in 1948. And so I said, mate, I'll buy it for you for Christmas. So I'll buy you the first book for Chrissy. And so... I, I did, and he, he, he read it, um, like three days into it, he sends me a message, because he's got a birthday coming up next month, and he says, mate, if you want me to want to send me, if you want to give me an early birthday present, I wouldn't say no to his second book, and so I, so I bought him the second book as well, and um, he, he, he agreed, it's, it's better than the first by by country mile, but um yeah, well, if you if you're into Goggins, um, I can't I can't say I'm into his um, a lot of the stuff you see on social media about it. I think maybe gets a little bit beat, beaten up a bit by your general person, but his books are really good. But what else has been going on? The Norwegian method they've just released. Um, a new episode three on their YouTube channel, which I could not start. I at first I started laughing at first because all that was was one giant commercial. For, don't don't be mistaken whatsoever that that YouTube video that they released. I forget how many minutes it goes for. They put a little bit of good information here and there, not really telling us anything that we don't already know, but it's just one giant advertisement for all their sponsors now yesterday they released a podcast called the norwegian methods and i i thought i'll listen to it i'll check it out but i went into it with the mindset that this is going to be exactly like their youtube channel just going to be one giant advertisement and boy was i wrong that is a grade 1a podcast they they released episode one and it's not targeted to your general triathlete it's targeted towards um Athletes that are targeting, you know, world championships, like, like age groupers, to targeting Kona or Nice, um, or coaches, because um, they get they go into a, li- a little bit of the, um, you know, someone like me, I can geek out on that crap. I love it all. But if you and if you're into what, why, how, and when, um, within training and and. Um, metabolically um it's it's really really good podcast that took me by surprise because of um i I thought they're taking the piss out of us here with this bloody youtube channel and um but they they blew it right out of the ballpark with that with that podcast um 
I th- think that's bad. Well, my, my son's ducked down to Hobart. He's racing. Uh, he, well, he'll be racing in um, tomorrow. He's excited because he gets to hopefully gets to meet Cam Worth. Cam yeah, um, Worth, fellow Tasmanian who we've never met because he's never here. Um, but he's racing tomorrow down in Hobart, and my son's hoping to meet him and get a photo with him and. You know, whatever the hell he, he'll do, start talking. You probably ask Cam one question, and Cam won't stop yapping. Yeah, but yeah, we'll see how he goes. I've, I've, I did him up a, t- a, um, a checklist because every race he's done this year, a wide range of crap has gone wrong. So I did him up a checklist of this is what you need before the race, this is your warm up pre race, this is, you know, make sure you do this, 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 this. We'll see if he even remembers to bring the checklist. But anyway. Today's question comes from Daniel, who writes, after some advice on, on the best way to train for a 70.3 in February 2025. So you've got 13 months. Uh, I am an ex-local footballer who has had a few months off training and have lost a lot of fitness. I cycle quite a bit, two to three times sessions per week with 20 to 50 kilometers per session. And do very do easy for me to read. And do the very very occasional five k park runs. Park runs are great, um, but I'll come back to that. Since the start of December, I haven't done any training at all due to getting COVID and recovering from that. I've I've never done any programmed for my sw- swimming. However, I am a naturally strong in the water. Every person who's listening to this now officially hates you. My thoughts on training goes for going forward are slowly build each discipline throughout the next six months, six to nine months, to the stage where I am able to complete all distances individually and possibly two of the distances together on the same day. Then go into a heavy four-month program coming into the race to tie it all together. Uh, what are your thoughts on my theories on training and how would you optimize it? So um, Daniel sent this question in a week ago and I knew I wasn't going to get to it for, until you know now. So I thought yeah, I'll ask a few extra questions, see if I can get some, you know, give him a better answer and so i so i wrote um how old is he um what are what are his goals because i feel like they're it's important to my answers uh, and what kind of because i was curious about what kind of footy he played did, did he play soccer aussie rules rugby league nfl you know i wanted to know just for my own curiosity but i also asked him what was his 1k swim time well what could he do a 1k swim time in um, what can he cycle 40Ks in and what could he do a 10K run in? Just so I can gather um, a little bit of information on where where he kind of is in a ballpark figure and where to go from there. Because, because you know, if he's 1K one, one swim time's 30 minutes, I would say let's start right there. <laughs> um, but... I sent that to him five days ago and he never wrote back and so I, I all I could do is guess from here on in and um, I'll come up with a few different scenarios and see if we can you know tick along tick something along so time is wildly on your side um, so 
generally depends what your goal goals are. So if your goal is just to finish finish the race and within the time cut off, then your um, your training philosophies here will work. You you should be able to quite comfortably do what those goals are or what your theory is and finish the race comfortably. If your goal is to be at the front of your age group or get a um, a world championship slot or be a mid-pack or whatever it is, the answers will change. Um, that philosophy may not get you close to the front of your age group. It could because I don't know a lot about you. But for your general average person, I'd say it won't. Um but it will definitely make you finish the race. It might even make you finish the race mid-pack. It might make you, you know, in the top 20, maybe top 25%, for instance. Um, it, it it depends, I'm guessing. But if you're doing this alone, that I, I, I think in today's now, my answer today would be severely different than what it, what it would have been a few years back, just because we know a little bit more. Um, generally, I think in the few a few years back, I probably would have said, you know, just you can either buy a program or download a program from the internet or whatever, and just follow that concept. You, you know, whatever it is. Um, now, you, um, that's if you just want to have a good good day finish you um get the most out of your body see here see how you go if you're trying to um you know win your age group you probably get it best to have someone in your corner like um like a coach but in today's era now I, st- I still stand by that at this stage where if you want to win your age group or whatever chances are you and you're new to the sport well then you probably should get a coach um but if in today's era you could type in to chat gdp um you've you know you need a a 12 month training program for 70.3 these year available training hours that bloody thing will print you out a very you know can print you out a, an average one can print you out a, a fully detailed one program to that will take you all the way to race day and you can just follow that along and you can change it as you're going get chat gdp to change it as you're going and you can say i want it based on brett sutton's philosophies or you want it based on um um you know oh, go go the norwegians i love alexander boo's concepts uh, or inspired by him or you want to be inspired by bloody um you know name whoever you want to name um so that's that's new that's really different now that's there for everyone for free and um so from here on i i personally would see next to no value at all for a person to pay another coaching brand another online programming anything for an actual online um training plan as in um i'm 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 after a 12-week training plan or i'm after a 20-week training plan so i'm going to go to you know 
fill in the whatever companies. I'm going to jump on Training Peaks and look at their training plans for sale and oh that's a hundred dollars or this is fifty dollars or, or whatever i see no value in that at all i think that's now dead the well, well sorry I will, i'll take that back there's value in that if because generally with those sort of things you you know you just add what your ftp is in in threshold and stuff like that all the way through and it will give you the the power number so there is some value but you can also add that into chat gdp now so that will give you a, a very it will give you a generic program that will take you all the way to your race day um so so now we're starting to see um people's you know coaches like myself i don't sell training plans so it it doesn't bother me at all um but it will interfere with some people's revenues i i used to do training plans um a while ago but i i actually took them off and i just for whatever reason i can't even remember now but I, i no longer do it um my my the programs i do are based for athletes now you know well that's worded wrong but you know what i mean um so there there is that route you can go and you can add into that you know oh i'm bloody selling this ai crap i know but um if you unless you're going to join a squad or you are going to employ a coach or you're um know a fair bit about um the the demands of um the race and how you should train for that race i would lean towards doing that and trialing it and seeing how you go um but having said that let me give you a different answer if you if i was coaching you right now i would probably look at um obviously i've got to take your goals into account so i don't know your goals but let's let's just say you you just want to have a solid day you're training um 10 hours a week on average the the so and and then i should go back your goals you can have the greatest goals in on earth but if your resources can't match those goals um you you know you're fighting you know fighting an uphill battle um so if you're saying i want to you know win my age group but i've only got 10 hours a week that becomes quite a difficult challenge um because the people at the head of their age group even for 70.3s they're around that 20 hour a week having said that um you could do very you could still have a really 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 good day with 10 hours a week you i've trained people for eight hours a week six hours a week um but your your goals have to um be in line with what your resources are and and you may have 20 hours a week you may have um these huge goals but then you may only have a <laughs> a bloody three hundred dollar nineteen eighty four road bike that you can't afford to upgrade because you, that's you know your resources won't allow that so that's you know I'm just carrying on with crap now I, I'm sorry but so if I was coming up with a plan for you to to 
tackle this. I'd be looking at any weaknesses first up. Of course, we've got time on our side. So you say you're a natural, you're naturally strong swimmer. I'd be interested to see what that pace is. Um, and do we need to be focusing a little bit more on that or whatever? When it comes to the running, you're doing park runs. I, I, I'm a huge fan of park runs. I like them, but I'm not a big fan of racing them every single week. I've got uh, a few athletes that do park runs most weeks, if not couple every week but they'll only race race it once once a month generally the rest is will um add you know we're doing something with it it'll be a tempo session it might maybe even a threshold session but when you're racing um 5ks it's generally probably a little bit over threshold you you're hammering it out um or you might do one minute on one one minute fast one minute easy or it might be um, 900 meters 800 meters um, threshold 200 meters easy I always change that sort of stuff around to make it a little bit more interesting Um, but I wouldn't be racing them every single week but I'd definitely be adding them in because it's motivating being around that that amount of people Um, but I would I would look at how would I do it? Um, if I if I could get so what are you doing two two to three bike rides a week? So those two to three bike rides a week, I'd be trying to build up a good foundation first, but I'd be adding a little bit of speed work into that. With the runnings, I would most likely not be going too deep into the speed work um, just yet. I'd, I'd be really building a good foundation work. So it mostly would be a lot of heart rate training um, for bike and run even the swim for that matter i'd be um doing a lot of technique work a lot of easy swimming and with some fast stuff in every session just a little bit of fast stuff for now and then as i get closer to you know six months time it would be really changing it'll be um it, it might even might even go and and i'm only guessing here because i don't really know much about you but you know you could be just doing aerobic work with a little bit of vo2 in the sessions just to help stimulate and then we go into a vo2 block and then um straight into a strength endurance block and then back to a vo2 block but it'd be a long vo2 sets um where the first one may have been you know 30 30s 30 15s 40 20s um that sort of stuff but then this the second lot of vo2 might be three minutes to up to eight minutes of just smashing the crap out of you then i then probably go um into a threshold block and then uh, you know you're you're constantly change same amount of training hours you've you got but you what you're doing within those training blocks um is constantly changing so to try and get the most out of it and this is me just coming up with generic crap here because um, I don't know your strength and weaknesses on the swim and on the bike and on the run. See, this, if I, if, if, if I knew, you you know, if you said your swim, you know, 40k bike time was an hour and a half, I think, right, we need to focus on that. What's your cadence? What's your, what's that power? And what's your heart rate doing? And we can kind of come up with something like from there, but I'm just guessing. If it was, if it was, if I was you, I'd be really hoeing in on any weaknesses about now, 
building up a consistency in my training and probably download so have a play around with what chat has got to offer you might might get something of value from there and it's bloody free anyway if you guys have any other questions jump on through to the website trainsmooth.com until next episode hooray